Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy, the podcast that empowers you to transform life's challenges into opportunities for personal growth and healthier relationships. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts. As experienced therapists with backgrounds in addressing trauma and mental health disorders, we believe there is hope and there certainly is healing. We've spent our lives supporting people through the ups and downs, and we want to share these insights with you. Together, we'll unravel the layers of personal growth healing from trauma, and building healthy relationships. Each week, we'll bring you engaging conversations, expert insights, and practical strategies to help you heal from the past, foster healthy communication, and develop enduring love. This podcast is your guide to transforming adversity into triumph, healing wounds and past trauma, gaining wisdom and insight, and creating meaningful, fulfilling connections. So if you're here to heal, to better understand yourself or your relationships, you're in the right place. So sit back, get comfortable, bring your trauma and your drama, and let's start healing. Welcome Welcome to to Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Therapy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy podcast. We're so glad that you're here with us today. In the last episode, we talked about sitting down and doing a year in review, where you really reflect on what happened in the past year, what are some achievements, some exciting things, some experiences you've had, as well as some difficult experiences that you've had. And we're looking at growth areas, achievements, things you would do differently. And so we introduced that in the last episode. We talked about a couple of different ways you could do that. And then in today's episode, we're going to go through just a bunch of questions and prompts that you can ask yourself to be able to do this year in review. And there are so many different questions. There are so many different templates you can use. And we don't necessarily want you to answer every single question, but maybe pick the ones that are most impactful for you. Grab a piece of paper, grab your computer, maybe take some notes on your phone, But as we ask these questions, take a minute to write these questions down and write your answers out. Really take the time to reflect on these. And then as we ask some of these questions, Tim and I will choose a a few to share our own experiences or our own thoughts from our own year. And we would love if you would jump over to the Facebook group and join us there as we continue this conversation and share some of your insights and areas of growth and achievement, and maybe some experiences that you hope you never have to experience again. So let's jump right into today's episode. So the first question is a nice and easy one. It's something that is more likely to elicit positive feelings, and so it kind of helps get the juices flowing for you. But the first one is achievements and success. What are some of the things that you have done that you are proud of? In the last episode, I talked about this, but just the scheduling with the kids and homeschooling, I'm very proud of how that has gone so far. Now, we still have the next half of the school year to finish out, but where we're at now, because of how we started, I'm very confident that that's going to go well. I think another thing that I'm pretty proud of is just our podcast and us having been since day one very consistent where we've released two episodes every single week since the very first day we started doing this. And I think that's a pretty big accomplishment. There's a lot of things that could have gotten in the way, but we didn't let them get in the way. We were able to set our goal and we were able to achieve our goal of setting out this podcast and being very consistent with it. So after you answer that question, what am I most proud of accomplishing this year? Then ask yourself, 
how did I achieve those goals? How did I make it happen? And take a minute to write down what are some steps that you took to achieve it? What are some things you've done differently than you had in the past that helped you achieve it? And even with successes, I would also ask yourself, what would I do differently? Or how could I have improved on this? And I think that's a great point because just because something was successful doesn't mean you did everything correctly. There are definitely situations where you could have edited a little bit or put a little bit more effort or streamlined the process a little bit. And so just because something's successful doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be retooled a little bit. Then you want to look at what were the biggest challenges that you faced this year? And I think for me, when I look at this, I think for our family, there was a lot of sickness this year in our family. And it was a big hurdle for me to be able to really balance that and manage taking care of the children, taking care of ourselves while still managing the house and keeping up with the podcast and schoolwork and making sure that we had systems in place that in the midst of the sickness, we were still able to balance things and move on while giving ourselves grace. But I think for me, that was a challenging thing this year to have so much sickness in our family. And, you know, we have the two of us and we have our five children. And so a lot of times this year, it felt like someone was always sick. If it wasn't one person, it was another. And, you know, balancing schedules and making sure that, okay, this person's sick. How can I have them stay home and yet not let the other kids miss out on their sports and their activities that they need to do? And just really maintaining that balance was a challenge for me this year. I think for me, some of the challenges we've had is we've taken up some new business ventures that we're working on and we're trying to get set up and ready to go. And the process has been uh, much slower than I initially anticipated. And so that's been more of a struggle for me, although I'm excited we're kind of getting towards launch phase. But it's been hard. It took dramatically more time than I had anticipated. And that kind of drag in the process kind of stole a lot of motivation from me. It made it harder for me to keep my nose to the grindstone. So then you want to look at how have these challenges contributed to my growth? Or what did I learn from these challenges? Or what am I going to change because of these challenges? Or what would I have done differently if I faced the same challenge? And I think going back to my challenge of the health issue, we were able to figure out a plan for the future on what we're going to do and areas that we're going to focus on more to make sure the health of our family is better. And then speaking to what Tim's saying about, you know, the challenge of the timeline of our business venture and being able to launch it. I know that I contributed to that challenge because I had different roadblocks that were making it difficult for me to achieve it and really focus in on it. But then we were able to fix that and really see changes and growth because we tackled those roadblocks. And some of it was done through EMDR. It was, you know, negative beliefs or personal things that I had to really overcome and that were slowing us down. And I didn't realize that that's what it was until we did EMDR and we really figured that out. But I can also see how seeing that now and looking back and reflecting on that, that I am so thankful to Tim for his patience. And I know that he wanted to get things done faster. And that's typical. He is very nose to the grindstone, get things done. He can power through things. And I've always been 
so thankful and I've always admired him for it. But being able to see that this year, that really slowed us down as a couple, really convicted me and being able to tackle, you know, some of those roadblocks move forward will help us in the future as we face some of those same difficulties and challenges. And I think this is a good example where we had mentioned this in the last podcast, where just trying to power through something is not necessarily the correct answer and taking some additional time and working on some of those roadblocks and fixing some negative core beliefs and values that you had had, then all of a sudden made it much easier for you to start putting your own nose to the grindstone and getting a lot more things done. So when you stop and you're thinking and you're reflecting, it's not just about like, oh, I just need to be better. Sometimes it's a, I need to fix something that's in the way that's preventing or making progress very difficult in this area. And that question about how have these challenges contributed to my growth was clear to me this year because it wasn't until I hit this challenge head on and it was kind of just blasting in my face where Tim was finally like, hey, we need to sit down and do some EMDR. And we did. But I think we would have just kept trying to do the business ventures and the different projects we've been working on at the same pace and with the same mentality. And we would have gotten through it and we would have probably accomplished it. But like Tim said, at a much different timeline than he initially wanted. But because I hit this roadblock and this challenge and it was just blaring in my face, it was something then that was clear that we had to tackle. And because we hit that challenge, then we were able to tackle it and see that growth and change almost instantly. But like I said, if I hadn't hit that challenge, we would have just kind of gone through it and continued on with how we normally do things. But we wouldn't have had the growth that we had because this challenge was there. Which that goes right into the next question. You want to ask yourself, what are important lessons that I learned about myself? What are some lessons that I learned about others or life in general? And this is something where I said in the last episode where one of the tools and techniques you can do is sit down once a week at the same time and just bullet journal. This week I learned. So it could be this week I learned how my negative beliefs or the struggles that I had internally were really affecting us as a couple, but also in our business and the progress we're making. It could be something, you know, very insightful and significant like that, or it can be something as simple as, this week I learned that if I drink one of my cups of water as soon as I wake up and finish the whole thing, then it helps me reach my goal toward water throughout the day. Or some people get hung up on the learned part, so maybe just write, this week I, and that'll help you have these reflections so at the end of the year, you have them all written out. So using those same examples, you can say, Using EMDR, I was able to overcome some of my negative beliefs that were slowing us down in our relationship and in our business. Or this week, I drank a cup of water as soon as I woke up every single day this week. And so whether you want to use the prompt of this week I learned or this week I, you just start to write that and just bullet point. Just write down things throughout the week and then save it. And then at the end of the year, just sit through and read it. And I bet you will be surprised at all the things you wrote down that you totally forgot. So the next one is relationships. How have I been intentional with relationships this year? Or maybe how might I need to be more intentional with relationships over this next year? 
And I think for me, this is a big one because I really let friendship relationships kind of take a backseat. We made a big move about a year and a half ago from California to Tennessee, and I haven't spent a whole lot of time really trying to cultivate new friendships or relationships. And this is something that I definitely realized, okay, I took a little bit of time, I turtled up from a big major change, but this is something that I really need to start working at, developing and integrating and engaging with more friendship relationships. I think that my family relationships with my wife and my kids have gone really good and we've spent a lot of time together and those relationships have definitely blossomed and bloomed. I think that over this last year, I integrated this thing that I saw where there's this video of these daughters and they were like wrestling to try to be the first person to hug dad when he came home from work. And I had started something kind of similar to that with my kids. I've seen how that has just kind of been a fun, engaging thing with the kids, but also how they and me have felt closer with each other. And then I think my relationship with you, Ruth, I do think that we've had a really good year between us as a couple and that we've had relatively little fights. I think we really have gotten a very good cadence on how when we do have disagreements or when we are frustrated with each other, that those are relatively short-lasted things and that we recover from those very quickly. And for the majority of the year, I can't even really think of any super major conflicts that we've had over this last year. They've all been relatively minor and the solutions to them have been very fast and easy for us. And I think not necessarily that it's been fast and easy with us, but that when conflict did arise, we were really intentional about making decisions, hitting that conflict head on in a way that caused them to be short-lived and seemed a lot easier than maybe past years where things have kind of drug out or lasted longer than we would have wanted or been more intense than we would have wanted. So I don't necessarily think it was just this fast and easy year for us, but I think that because you focused so much on the family this year, you've been very intentional with how you've dealt with them. And so it has felt a lot faster and easier. Another question you can ask is, who's had the most significant impact on you this year and why? And this may be a good or bad thing. This may be kind of what people I think initially think of in a good way. Who was it that impacted me the most and made the biggest difference? But this also could be in a negative way. Who had the most significant impact on you? And whose voice were you listening to often, even if it was something negative or something toxic or something that maybe you shouldn't have focused so much on? Maybe you were allowing the impact and influence of a group of people that wasn't positive. But either way, looking at who has really impacted you this year. And then when you look at your health and your well-being, you can ask different questions like, how did I take care of my physical health this year? What areas was I intentional with? What habits did I develop to support my health? And a lot of times these reflections then lead to those future goals, right? So what would I want to work on next year? Do I want to improve my sleep? Do I want to drink more water? Do I want to have a consistent exercise routine? Do I want to make sure I move my body or take a walk four times a week? Do I want to hit a certain number of steps? But as you look back on the last year, it'll help you also to see things you want to change for the future. So I think one thing that I've done in this area, people may find this shocking, but I have not been under the regular care of a medical doctor since I had a pediatrician. And so this year I'm getting on the older side. I definitely know that more health problems can arise. And so I started going to a doctor and just getting regular checkups and establishing regular care. 
Now, I've been fortunate where I really haven't had any medical issues that have caused me to have to go to the doctor. But for my own sake and for my kids' sake, getting checked on more regularly and knowing how I'm doing physiologically is an important thing to make sure that I'm also going to be able to stay around longer to be able to help support my kids and support my wife. And also for myself, I would like to have a nice long life. And so when you're thinking about self-care, sometimes it can even be something just as simple as that, making sure that you're getting checked out and that you are taking care of any problems that you do find out about. And you can ask those same questions of well-being for your mental health. How did I take care of my mental health this year? What habits did I develop to help support my mental health? Or did I have actions that I took that really derailed that? And what do I need to alter that? And part of this goes back into those relationships, right? What relationships do I have that are affecting my mental health in a positive way? And what relationships am I maintaining that are affecting me negatively? So the next one we want to talk about is adaptability and resilience. And I think a lot of times when we overcome something, we can just put it in terms of, well, that's just what I was supposed to do anyways, or that's just what I had to do. So we can discount the good that we had done or the resilience that we had expressed during that difficult time. But stopping and looking and thinking about, man, this thing was a challenge here, but oh man, I made it through. It might have been difficult in the moment, but now I look back on that. I can see how I really was able to overcome that or how I went through this very difficult thing and it didn't smash me down. I was able to spring back up or adaptability. Man, this thing came out of nowhere and I had no idea initially how to deal with it, but then I was able to figure it out and adapt to the situation and overcome that. I think when things end up going in a good direction for you, it's very easy to quickly forget about that. I think a lot of times when things don't go well and then they stay not good, it's easy to get stuck on that and it's regularly in your mind. But when you're reviewing your year, you definitely want to make sure you think about those things where you were able to be resilient to or that you adapted to and you're able to overcome. And so the question you want to ask yourself is, how did I adapt to the unexpected event or changes that happened this year? Or the other question would be, in what ways did I demonstrate resilience in the face of adversity? Now, when we look at the area of happiness and fulfillment, some questions you can ask yourself is, what brought me the most joy and fulfillment this year? And are there activities or people that consistently contributed to my happiness? And not that life is all about happiness or joy, but when you look back on your last year and you reflect on what brought you the most joy, it helps you to know, okay, let's try and do more of that in the coming year. And not only finding joy for yourself, but bringing joy to others. The next one is regrets and missed opportunities. Is there anything I regret not doing or wish I had done differently? Were there opportunities I missed that I can learn from? And I think for me, one thing that I regret is we were working with a group of people to try to enhance our podcast and to do more. And we had done a three-month stint and we did a lot of good work with them the first three months, and then we signed up to do an additional six months after that. But unfortunately, we really didn't work very hard that next six months. It felt like we had double the time we had before, and we kind of really just sat on it. We didn't do a whole lot with it. And so for me, that was a little bit of a regret where I wish, man, we had put in more effort during that time. I remember hearing somebody say like, hey, time's going to pass whether you do that thing or not. And if you do that thing during the time, then once it's at the end, you will have all the benefits and all the results of 
having spent that time and effort, but then also that same amount of time can pass and you can do absolutely nothing. And then you won't have any of that benefit. And I do feel like in that time, we could have been doing more work and we could have made more progress towards our end goals really compared to what we ended up doing. Now we still made progress, but it wasn't the same as the first three months. And so the next six months definitely was not like double the amount of progress. And so that was definitely in my mind, something that we had missed an opportunity on. Oh, and I would agree. And I think part of it is the intention we had around it. The first three months, we had it scheduled. We were there every week. We set aside time and it really was our priority. Whereas the next six months, some of it for me is that, oh man, it was so much even for the kids because, you know, there were sacrifices they had to make for us to be that intentional. But in reality, it would have been better for our kids had we just put our heads down and done the work and set time aside for those six months rather than prolonging it. And so I would agree with that. As you reflect back, another question that you want to ask is, how have I changed as a person over this past year? What personal strengths have I developed or discovered? Where are some areas that I pushed myself and challenged myself, as well as where are some areas that I could have put more effort into? And I want to make sure I grow and work on this in the future. So that's also a good example for us of an area where we could have put more effort into it. And another question you want to ask is, what personal strengths have I developed or discovered this year? And I think that's a really good one to spend time on because as you reflect and as you see all these areas and we talk about positives and strengths and things you've achieved, look for these personal strengths in the difficulties. And that's what we've been talking a lot about today, right? Even in the difficulties, where have you grown? Where have you seen yourself rise up in the midst of challenges or in the midst of a challenge, maybe after the fact, you've grown from it? And so what are some of the strengths that you've developed or discovered this year? All right, you guys, we're going to stop there for today. I know that was a lot of questions that we kind of threw out there, but we hope that it was helpful in giving you some different prompts to get that reflection going for you and really thinking back on this past year. We're not done yet with giving you some questions. In the next episode, we're going to focus specifically on your spiritual health within the past year. And so we can't wait for you to tune into that one and go a little deeper as you continue reflecting on the past year. All right, you guys, have a great day. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and found it helpful. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend? Also, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It lights us up to know that this podcast is helping you. If you have any questions or a topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group. Just click the link in the description below. Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. If you are struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or feeling hopeless or suicidal, you are not alone. Help is available. Please seek professional help or call the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Thank you again for joining us on Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. Remember, there's always hope and there's always help.